The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. You're welcome back to The Hard Shoulder. Kieran Cuddy with you until seven o'clock this evening. Now the cabinet has approved a bill which would see a restructuring of onboard Planola as part of a major overhaul of Ireland's planning system. For more on this, I'm joined by the Minister for Housing, Dara O'Brien. Minister, you are very welcome to the show. What will this legislation change? Well, this legislation is a big change in planning and will make things better. Um, It's the most, I would say, radical reform of our planning legislation, certainly since the year 2000. And it'll provide three really important things. It'll provide clarity, certainty and consistency of approach. Um, And that's really the the, uh, principles that underpin this legislation is to, you know, ensure that Applicants, people who are making ap- applications on planning are, sh- are certain about the timeframes that the planning decisions will be made. It will, it will lead to a better, better plan-led approach. So a lot of people, when I talk to communities, the biggest issue they have around planning is it's only when the planning application comes forward that they actually know what's happening on a given site. So central to this is actually looking at a plan-led approach, amending the development plans and local authorities to 10-year plans. So there's much greater community involvement within that. But fundamentally looking at where the grey areas have been in our planning system uh, and and looking at how we can clarify them, making sure that all the three tiers of our planning system are aligned together. So it's 15, 16 months of work, Kieran. It's the third biggest piece of legislation ever published in the history of the state. It will take some time to pass the Oireachtas, um, but we've had really good engagement from all stakeholders in this, and we've taken on board views of of stakeholders and indeed government and opposition TDs as well. to move forward the, with the reform of our planning legislation that we need, which means we have a fit-for-purpose planning system and planning legislation for a modern Ireland that needs to deliver the homes that we need and the, and the strategic infrastructure that we need. You, you mentioned opposition TDs. Uh, Owen O'Brien has said uh, that uh, Dara O'Brien's legislation would weaken the role of local authorities in planning policy, undermine public participation and access to justice, create greater confusion between local and central planning policy and increase levels of litigation. No, well, I'd reject that completely. It doesn't surprise me. Owen's criticism, anything we bring forward, he'll just as first go-to is to criticise it. That's fine. I think what, and that's to be expected. What I'm interested in doing is, effect, is affecting real change in our planning system. Uh, we all know of cases that have been held up in courts for, for years. I don't believe the courts are the right place for planning decisions to be taken. But we're going to ensure that people have access to justice where they need it. And for the first time, have a cost scheme that's in place. It's going to help them with the cost of you know, um, of of accessing the planning system should they have matters that they wish to raise on behalf of themselves or indeed their community. So the criticisms from Sinn Féin are predictable. I think what I would say is that it would be better really if Owen and others were to read the legislation. I want to work with them to get this legislation through. There will be a transitionary period. Obviously, we've had many issues with Embora Planola, as people will know, last year. Uh, We've resourced the board. We've approval for over 300 posts within Embora Planola. And we're getting through the backlog there. So, you know, when planning is delayed, you know, it affects every aspect of our community. For people who want new mm. homes, to schools, to industrial developments, to infrastructural developments. So it, it is important that um, our legislation is updated appropriately. And we haven't done this lightly. Like, we've, we've worked on this since May 2021, actually. And um, it's been a big body of work. And... I really believe this will make a significant difference and is a generational mm. piece of legislation that will stand the test of time. Uh, now, Owner Bryn, though, I mean, you might find it easy kind of to dismiss his concerns, but what about those of 
the former Chief Justice Frank Clark. He says the planning and development bill could lead to lengthy legal delays as cases are referred to European courts. He's described the legislation as counterproductive I think and, scu- and, and that it will scupper new development. No, I, I don't believe so. And I understand that the former Chief Justice's remarks were made during a lengthy question and answer session. So it wasn't prepared remarks that he delivered. What I would say there is that if one... So he might detect- really mean them. No, well, I'm just saying this. I think one of the things that I read that, that uh, Frank Clark said was that effectively means that, you know, because you're changing legislation, it leaves it open to potential legislation or potential litigation, excuse me. That is relevant to any legislative change. So th- if, if we were to take that and extend that out and see what that actually means, you would actually say, well, I'm not going to change anything because for the potential of something to actually be uh, challenged in the courts. And we live, you know, we... We live in a democracy. People can take challenges to it. I think for those who've engaged with this, and I'm not sure that the former Chief Justice has actually seen the newest iteration of the bill, because that went through a very detailed public consultation process. It went through the Joint Oireachtas Committee for pre-legislative scrutiny with yeah. Deputy O'Brien and government members there. And we took on board, in fairness, quite a lot of the of the feedback that we received yeah, no, and that, to improve the bill. You know? the, 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 the nature of his criticism, though, and I appreciate the point you make. I mean, it's an, it's an argument against any legislation to a degree, except that this legislation is, is being sold on the premise that this will speed things up. And he's saying, oh. well, actually, you know, there could be a five or ten year period where this will really slow things down. And given that we're in the teeth of mm-hmm. a, a housing crisis and, and part of the solution is is reform of planning and not just housing. I mean, the energy situation as well uh, that this seeks to address in terms of uh, the development of kind of on and offshore wind more readily and all of those things. Um, kind of a five or ten year delay while people take cases to the European courts, is much more significant as a criticism in this case than it might be for other legislation. Look, I understand that, but what I would say to you is this is, this is a transitionary approach. Like, this legislation is forward-looking. We, we are obviously operating a planning system under the current legislation, the 2000 Planning Act. And actually, this year so far, we've seen over 20,000 planning permissions granted for homes alone. And just talking about housing, you know, our commencements are up, our completions of new homes are up, and actually planning permissions are up. So whilst we're doing this, we have to make sure the planning system is, is, is resourced. I don't believe, and I say this respect, respectfully in, in any way, shape or form, that, that this piece of legislation will disimprove the situation. Uh, there's no one that I meet, that, uh, and it, regardless of, of where their, their standpoint would be with regard to planning, whether they come from an environmental NGO or the construction sector, who will say to you that, that change is not required in our planning legislation. Everyone agrees that. And what we've been able to do through that process, you know, we had seven separate planning forum meetings with all the stakeholders um, and people were able to feed into it. And I think we've come to a, a stage here with the publication of the bill, which is a really significant one. Um, of course, there will be changes to the legislation as it passes through the Oireachtas, but the fundamental principles that underpin it are around that certainty and that clarity piece mm. and the consistency. So if you even take planning policy at a national level right now, like that can be, you know, handed down by government, but it's interpreted differently across the 31 local authorities of the country. That's not a sustainable way of moving it forward. If you take development plans in, you know, all your listeners will know that every five, you know, every five years a development plan is done within their local authority. It, it lasts for six years. There's an overlap period. That's not long enough to, to plan out the, the infrastructure or the housing or the, the to have a a forward-looking plan to develop that. So that's why we're making changes, like extending those plans out to mm. 10 years. And really importantly, because we've discussed on your show before, is 
you know, is affecting the changes to onboard planola that are needed. We saw the difficulties of the board had over the last year or so. And in fairness to them, they're catching up on their backlog and they're doing great work there. But we needed to change the structure within the board to make sure that there is a focus on planning on, on planning matters, that there's proper corporate governance, and that for the first time there's a proper chief executive there that, that, that looks after the, the governance spine of the organization mm-hmm. too, and that we have a proper appointment process to the board as well, where it's open for, for public competition, where qualified people can apply to be members of what would be called on commission planola. So they're quite radical changes, and yeah. no question about that. And well, some, some, some may look at it and say, well, they, you know, we don't want to change it. Change is needed. This bill yeah. provides the basis for effective change moving forward. But there will be a transitionary period. Nothing is rushed in this regard. Yeah. This legislation will take some time to pass the doll and then to enact. But and and, and the, the length of time it will take for enactment and for bedding in, mm-hmm. you suspect, would be what? How long well, before I, you would be confident in kind of being able to come on a show like this and stand over a planning system and say, remember that legislation we passed well Look at the yeah. effect it's having. Well, I, I, I would hope to get this legislation through in by the end of this year or certainly by early next year. And then it requires changes to regulations and there's, there's scheduling and enactment of the, of the legislation. So it will be next year before the legislation is enacted and actually that the planning system is effectively well, changed before, uh, you yeah. know, in law. So there, like this might, is might the people third, delay a planning third, application, do you suspect? Oh, no. I, I wouldn't think so. As I just mentioned to you a few minutes ago, actually, in fairness to the, the planning system, in the main, works quite well. Our, our local authorities... I know, but if there's a better system coming just around the corner, the way you describe it, I mean, I'm not sure I'd be rushing in my planning application this week. Well, we're seeing increased applications and in, increased decisions being made. And if we take housing, my particular area of responsibility, we're seeing that happening this year. We saw it last year as well, and people are engaging with the system. We need One of the things that underpins all of this is making sure we have enough people in the planning system to process the applications. So I've over 300 posts approved in Lombard Planola. That's 50% more than, than we're there in 2021. We have additional planning staff across our local authorities. No, so people will continue to engage with the current system. Of course they will. Mm. This is the... This is the legislative changes that will be will, forward-looking for the next 20, 25 years. Will, will it... Will it hobble those professional objectors that exist? I think what the bill allows, and look, I want people to have, and people will have their right to have their say, and that's got to be central to it. What the bill will, will, will afford an opportunity for the courts to actually decide whether a, 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 basically an action that's taken or a judicial review, whether it's spurious or vexatious. And I think that's important. So these people we, who live on one side of the country and are objecting things exactly. on the other because they really just want to stymie uh, government exactly. policy, regardless of... Uh, no, yeah, you will, the courts will be able to make that decision, as will the planning authorities, to whether, you know, Darrell O'Brien living in, in, in Malahide is, is entitled to make a, an objection or an observation to something in Mallow and Cork. I think people will understand that, that that's been... That has been quite a curious departure over the last few years in some instances. Like we, we have seen, thankfully, a reduction in the judicial reviews this year on last year and the year before. And I think some of that has been down to the fact that we've actually brought planning back to the local authorities. So I brought in the Large-Scale Residential Developments Act, and that's in place, which means that for the big housing developments that used to go through this fast-track planning process, they now start in the local authorities. So people can see them at the beginning. And that's important that they do. And then, it can, and then if they have a problem, they can go to the board a lot of people felt that because the old system was there, and I've got rid of that now, is that the only recourse they had was to the courts. Fundamentally, what this is about and what underpins it all is having 
an open, transparent system that's efficient, that's effective and underpins what we need as a state in, in all our strategic developments, including housing. So, like, I, I actually think this is a very significant step forward. We've had, like, many experts input into this legislation too. We've looked at areas that have caused problems in the past, such as some vexatious objections, mm. and that's right, and spurious objections. And they will now, with the passing of this legislation, be able to be set aside where a judge decides uh, no, that, that that is not. Uh, you haven't proven the grounds that the that the the um, application in some way, shape, or form affects you or the environment. The other thing that will run alongside this is the new um, environmental division of the courts as well, where we will have, and Minister McEntee is actually setting that up, that will be up and running this year, where we'll have specialised judges as well to make calls and decisions on environmental grounds. And we're ensuring that our environmental NGOs still have a special status within within this new legislation too, because they have a very important role to play too. Yeah. So I think the balance is good. Uh, it, some people don't like change. Uh, I get that. But change is absolutely required in planning legislation. And this will make the situation better into the future. Minister for Housing, Dara O'Brien. Minister, thanks very much for joining us. You're very welcome, Kieran. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.